According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. We are rolling. It's a good thing this podcast uh, is only audio because I was practicing my most unfuckable face on you. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> it was worse than I thought. I had to take a <laughs> you were you were so horrified I had to take a selfie of what the face I was making and it really was bad. <laughs> Your nostrils, how do you get them so big? <laughs> oh, don't sweet talk me. <laughs> I've never, uh, I've never had my nostril percentage uh, measured at the doctor. I mean, I've asked every time I ask. <laughs> I bet it's pretty high up there. What's my nasal percentile? Nasal? Yeah. You mean nostril percentile? Well, I mean, it's yeah. the same thing. I think mine is um, actually on the smaller end. Like, look. Oh, we're all looking. <laughs> my nostrils aren't that big. Um, also, I can't flare my nostrils. I'll be honest. If I could go to the doctor and have all of my things percentiled, I think I might do it. <laughs> Christy, Christy. <laughs> I'm trying to make my nostrils flare. Well, it's not in your neck, so I don't really know what you're <laughs> going for right now. You can't flare your nostrils. Well... What if you need to do that to save your life? What would you ever need to do that to save your life? Wait, how about now? <laughs> no, no, I knew no. as I was doing it. It look it looks like you're having a stroke. I'm not. <laughs> Are you sure. Okay. I thought I had done it, but then when I tried, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> you can't do it. It was sort of, but that wasn't a flare. It was more like you smell dog shit. <laughs> I could not do it. I spent so much of my life trying to be able to do that. Hmm. Well, you know, you find something you love and you work hard at it. That's what uh, all the experts say. Would you please stop? <laughs> you look like you're trying to uh, <clears throat> look like Elvis. You think he was good at flaring his nostrils? <laughs> he was the best, baby. <laughs> that looked like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Sounded like him too. Oh my wife, <laughs> Priscilla. <laughs> uh, I apologize to everyone. We did not podcast last week. You missed out on all these visual elements that we're doing right now. <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, we tried to podcast, but, you know, a, a ferret chewed through the lines when we were recording. What what ferret? I don't know. If you had a ferret, what would you name it? Um, I 
I don't know. You go first. Mark. Mark the ferret. Yeah, don't you think that's a good ferret name? It's weird to name. I'd get him sweaters, too. It's weird to name a ferret after your mom's boyfriend's name. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was thinking Mark with a C, so... They didn't. I didn't even oh, you, see that. See, you talking about Kamark? <laughs> oh, M A R. Oh, you put the C at the end. I thought before the M. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't. We don't have a good excuse. We just didn't. We didn't do it. That okay? That's we host an orgy once a year. It was last Wednesday. Everyone still wanted to do it. <laughs> It doesn't seem very COVID safe. It doesn't. You know what? Do you think that's like really having an impact on swinger parties? Well, you know, I have been saying on the occasion I'm on stage that uh, orgies will be the last thing to come back. It's like phase six. Yeah. Or if if there was one, it would be like a junior high dance, like people against each wall, like you fucking go. I'm not going out there. (laughs) But it's okay. Segway. We just did it. You know, you know, we love to talk about orgy news. Mm Mm-hmm. The Rutledges talk about orgies. I don't think it's called orgies anymore. I think it's like a swinger party. An orgy doesn't have to be a swinger party. What? An orgy is just a group of people having sex. Yeah, but I feel like that's a derogatory term. Did you know orgy with a C is corgi? <laughs> Great. Um, headline. Anti-gay Hungarian... There's a lot in this headline. Okay. Take it in. Okay, here we go. Anti-gay Hungarian politician resigns after Brussels police bust 25-man orgy for violating coronavirus rules. Uh, I mean, nobody wants their um, politicians to not be following social distancing rules. Well, the funny thing... like He's apparently very anti-LGBTQ. And of course, as so often is the case, uh, apparently he's trying to hide from his own feelings. Why is that so common? I don't know. But he uh, he got like, he tried to jump out the window. Uh, and then he resigned, but he just resigned because of the coronavirus. He didn't like, bring up the other part. Um, God. Why is that? I mean, like, there's always some like... Ted Haggard in charge of a like super church. I know. Like so over the top with their like hatred of of like homosexuality and then it turns out that they're gay. And it's just like just keep your mouth shut. Like why do you have to be so vocal about it? You won't draw attention to yourself. Yeah, like, and it's weird and it's just the sexuality. It's never no one is ever like I fucking hate cheese and then you <laughs> you're like I caught you eating cheese. Yeah, it's know. only gayness. It's yes. only like that's the only thing people <laughs> hide from. Like, eating cheese is against the Lord. <laughs> No one ever is like, I hate that show Shit's Creek, and then secretly watches it, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's just the gayness. Also, I'm just going to say uh, 25 men. I mean, I've, I have, I've never been to an orgy. Uh, I have not either. I, 
I put maybe on an Evite once, but I didn't have the heart to go. <laughs> Did you really? No. Oh, I was uh, like, really? <laughs> why wasn't I invited also? Well, that was why I said maybe. I wanted to see if you got invited and you didn't. <laughs> That'd be rude to go without you. <laughs> I didn't want you to know and feel left out. No one, no one wants a guy at the orgy who's like, you know who would love this? My <laughs> wife. <laughs> she be, she'd be getting a real kick out of all of this. <laughs> um. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, twenty five. I mean, I just I think I would feel overwhelmed. Like I get overwhelmed when I go to a party and there's like a lot of different food there. That's a good point. I mean, if you're at a party and there's twenty five kinds of crackers, I just be like. <laughs> me i now, can't try all of these 25 cocks 50 balls well we don't know i'm going I back mean... to the crackers if you know <laughs> that's <some> personal preference <laughs> is that brie <laughs> anything to distract from guy who's really into food because he's scared of the orgy that would be my character at the orgy like these are so good what do you call these wheat thins are you gonna suck a cock or what no i just i feel like i've never had them So crunchy. What's the what's the date on this box? There's a, are these crispier than normal? So are you gonna fuck anyone? Or oh, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to. But yeah. I'm gonna get right to it here in a minute. But wow! Oh, look at these round what? crackers. This is diet sprite. You kidding me? I thought this was regular. I'll be a son of a bitch. I'm f- I'm fully clothed. I have a jacket on still. People are like, "What are you doing?" I don't, I don't know. Just <laughs> why do you have a winter coat and boots on? <laughs> Maybe these Ritz will warm me up. <laughs> you know what's good about a Ritz? Anything goes on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no ketchup would be gross on a Ritz. <laughs> I don't think it'd be that bad. Seriously? Oh, I don't... Um, it's just too many. 25 is too... I mean, especially in... Wait, I thought there were only 24. No, there's 25 men. I thought that that's a 24. God damn it, you never support me. (laughs) No, it's 25. Also, who gives a fuck? (laughs) What is the difference? Uh... No, 25-man orgy. Oh. You owe me an apology. I'm s- you owe the listeners an apology, and you owe 25 men an apology. <laughs> I don't know them. They're in Brussels. Um, <laughs> are those Brussels sprouts? That'd be fun. <laughs> I think Brussels sprouts originated here. <laughs> Uh, as I tweeted last week, though, I mean, because orgies aren't coming back for a while, that's yeah. going to be well after the vaccine kicks in. Yeah. I, I also believe nachos for the table, and nachos are the orgy of food, when you think about it. It's a lot of, you yeah. know what I mean, just people grabbing in. Yeah, I don't want to have nachos with a group but, of people. I can't see, stand See, I don't even love nachos with a group of people before coronavirus no oh, i can't stand Which really makes food. me think i wouldn't like a 25 man orgy <laughs> yeah, especially if all what? the chips had a dick do you know what i don't <laughs> like when you're like with a group 
and they're like, oh, let's share a dessert. Okay, are you disgusting? You want me to eat from this cake with ice cream. You're going to put your utensil in your mouth and then back into the dessert dish. Wait, why are you backing into and, it? Well, who takes just one bite? Oh, I was literally imagining you backing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, eat it however you want, baby. I'm here to support you. <laughs> Sit on it. But like, you're going to take a bite, put it in your mouth, take your food, your spoon or whatever, put it back in the dish. Christy, people know how eating works. I know, but I don't want to do that with other people. I can barely do it with you. So... I don't understand that, and I think that is okay if we get rid of that. Sharing the dessert? Yeah. I just, I can't handle that. I cannot handle utensils that have been in someone else's mouth, and especially when there's still food particles well, on them. A lot of dessert sharing, you each have your own utensil. I know that, but then you're putting it back into the food. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, so gross. But also, it's it, you say that with dessert. No one ever goes, I want to share my salad. No one ever says... Oh, I know, right? Like, Let's get a salad for the table. Uh, we'd like the split pea soup with three spoons. I know. That's so We're weird. a close group. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? We're going to get the house salad for everyone. <laughs> Five forks. You know what? Could you forget the bowl. Just put a pile of lettuce in the middle of the table and let us really go for it. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, any... Yeah. That's why... I mean, pizza, you get your own... Slice. You get your own slice. Yeah, and I don't like nachos. And I I could complain that sometimes you see other people get, like, a good nacho piece. And you can get mad at that. But it's more that I... I try to grab one and in between. get the one that's got nothing on it. No, but it's... sometimes I'll grab the one that's the whole topping. Oh, God, and I feel like a pig. So then you're like shaking it to try to get it off. There's yes. fucking sour cream flying everywhere because you don't want to be a pig. This is why we're monogamous. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, oh, a... my whole point was like sharing a dessert. Like if I have those issues <laughs> with like just like eating food that someone else is eating even though we have separate utensils i'm not going to want to have sex with another person that someone else mm. might be or have had no i and mean now imagine cheesecake had a really <laughs> annoying laugh or personality oh god right i mean it's just uh i just think that i just feel like it's not for me. I feel like that's, if I was going to write a Curb Your Enthusiasm spec script, it would be Larry David getting kicked out of an orgy for double dipping <laughs> food. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, I mean, food in, I mean, I, I guess you're gathering at someone's house. I don't fucking know. But it's like, it's almost like food at a strip club. Like a, it's. But supposedly they have good food. At all strip clubs. Oh, I don't know about that. I haven't. So why'd you open your mouth and say those because words? <laughs> I always see that on TV. Well, I haven't been to a lot of strip clubs. I haven't ever been to any. I don't. I don't. I don't really care for them. The times I've been, because yeah. it's um, I believe nudity 
should be enjoyed alone and accompanied by shame. I don't want... <laughs> I'm old school. I don't want all these people around me. <laughs> I don't want to look over some creepo in sweatpants and be like, that's me. <laughs> Do you wear sweatpants to the strip club? No, but we're both there. Yeah. I don't think the woman's in love with me. I'm a step above that guy. You know she might be. I mean, we had a look. (laughs) You showed her your nostrils? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, No. I did not show her my nostrils. That's uh, that's for the private room. (laughs) (laughs) Nostril dance. Jesus Christ. I was trying not to yawn. Good. Uh, I'm looking at our cat buddy outside. He wandered in, but he gave up. Just wandered away. Now he's licking his toes. I, uh, I, uh, I used to have anxiety dreams about comedy Mm -hmm. that were like, I don't know, what would a common one be? It would be like, I'm on stage, but the microphone doesn't work, or I forgot all my jokes, mm-hmm. or like it's like a packed auditorium and mm-hmm. people are just staring at me and no <laughs> one's laughing and I can't figure out why. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Maybe even the occasional like, who knows, I'm not wearing pants or, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, I had the most coronavirus anxiety <laughs> comedy dream. Yeah. It was so goddamn ridiculous. So... <laughs> For some reason, uh, in this dream, I was I was in the car with the comedy club owner mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, the caravan in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, she's driving around in her car. Uh-huh. The audience for the <laughs> comedy show was in her comedy club, but the way it worked, I guess, because of coronavirus, is I was supposed to <laughs> say my act into my phone. <laughs> And the audience that was assembled in the comedy club would listen, but I could not hear or see them. How would you know when to, like, talk? These are questions I had in the dream. <laughs> okay. And then, so she, and she's also, she's like, just do like 75 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just a tight 75 into your iPhone. <laughs> Wait, were you parked or? You know what? What? I was driving. <laughs> I was driving her around in her car. And I had to do the comedy. And here's the here's the worst part. Um, you're not supposed to hold your phone while you're driving. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, officer, this is for their safety. I could be spitting coronavirus on them right now. So she tells me to do 75 minutes into the phone. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I didn't think about that I was driving. I wasn't like, where are we going? I was just driving. Driving around. Uh, and then she started taking phone calls. <laughs> she, The club from owner. Who? From From like- her husband. She was on, she'd be like, on the, I'm, I'm in the middle of my phone act. Like, <laughs> and uh, that's how my act sounds. <laughs> like Charlie Brown's teacher doing comedy. <laughs> Two guys. <laughs> And she'd be like, oh, no, I just got the Gabriel's in the car. He's doing his act right now. Like, she's just, and I'm like, can't they hear you? <laughs> what did she say? I don't, she didn't say anything. And then she hung on the phone and just started talking to me like, oh, God, this 
club's barely going. You know what I mean? We are barely. And I wanted to be like, well, your business uh, practice. I don't know if. <laughs> There's a reason. I might have some tips. I don't know if live comedy while you listen to a phone call is the best <laughs> way to do this. <laughs> do you know her? Yeah, I know her. Have you sent her an email to tell her? I don't know if I know her like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just so, and then I just woke up and I'm like, this, even my dreams are my anxieties and I'm inventing new ways to bomb. This is the year I invent new ways to bomb. You know what I mean? Like, my brain's just like, what could be worse than a Zoom show with everyone muted? Oh, I know. You can't even see them. <laughs> or hear them. And you're driving. <laughs> Passenger is taking phone calls and talking to you while you're doing your don't set. Don't worry, you only have to do 75 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's not good. I know. I just woke up like, oh my god, what's going on in my brain? This is happening. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, that sounds awful. I mean, it was more amusing when I woke up. <laughs> Uh, but the dream itself was like, I wasn't like terrified. It was just like, you know what? It was, it was sort of, in my dream was like very, very matter of fact. Like, well, it's been a weird year. This is what we do. <laughs> I guess I'll just. I guess that's, you know, just shows like your resiliency that you've tapped into through <laughs> quarantine. You know, it's, I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm. I guess because I'm living it and I'm also writing a book about this year. Uh-huh. And it's this weird, is it resiliency? Is it stupidity? Is it loyalty? <laughs> is it, I can't understand exactly, but I, I haven't tried to get gigs other than backyard ones this summer. Yeah. But like, I have not said no to one fucking thing. No, you I mean, it, it, May 29th, somebody asked me, hey, you want to go do my first week? The club's going to be reopened in Wisconsin. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't. I to, I said to you, I want to I wanna cancel my New Year's Eve gig. I sent the guy an email to kind of feel it out. Like, hey, maybe, maybe he... Maybe he wants me to cancel so he can bring someone else in for less money. Because uh-huh. I'm getting, like, before times money to uh-huh. do this. Uh-huh. And no, I showed you the email. He doesn't want me to cancel. But he's like, you know, it was kind of like, I guess I can look for someone else. And I'm, immediately I'm like, I'll be there. I'll be there. I was so like, well, I was sad because I thought, oh my gosh, finally we can spend New Year's Eve with Gabe. But no. But I was also so in, like, why <laughs> would think from a business standpoint, you would be like, yes, yes, I would. Let me get somebody who's gonna be cheaper and yeah i mean to his credit because i've worked this i've worked all the looney bins this year i mean he gave me the full amount of money i would have gotten that's good you know so uh you know but it is just that now w- when you pick when he picks you up at the airport do you think he's gonna oh, have God. you drive is this a then- phone gig <laughs> it is. if it i'm is. gonna start booking phone gigs i gotta start charging more money you know what i mean <laughs> well, i'm like because that's 75 minutes <laughs> So not only do I have to do, I don't know why I never said to the person in the car, how come I couldn't have done this from home? I had to fly here to talk on the phone in your car. I could have done this from my house. I have Verizon. It would have worked. 
<laughs> why did I? But then she wouldn't have been able to do her phone calls at the same time. I mean, why did I fly to Kentucky and during coronavirus to make a phone call to your club? And I was, I was saying things like, "Hey, I hear there's a crowd there. I can't see you guys. Hope everyone's having fun." How about that guy in the front? I bet he might have a weird shirt. Just guessing. Maybe someone's got a sweater. I, all right. Uh, Who here's been married the longest? Yeah, exactly. I can't hear you, but I'm going to assume someone said 40 years. That's a long time. What do you do for a living? Gynecologist? What are the odds? Just crowd work with your own answers. God. How many kids do you have? Twelve? Good it's a lord. Good thing you're a gynecologist. The last one must have walked out. <laughs> anyway, folks, hold on. I'm getting a phone call from her husband. <laughs> that never even occurred to me till right now. I flew to Kentucky to talk on the phone. That's like, sometimes they do radio interviews, and they're called phoners, like you just call in. Yeah. It would be like, we want you to do a radio phoner, but please do it from our parking lot. <laughs> um, they don't, that, that lady doesn't realize how much you hate talking on the phone. No, I don't. I not, I'm not great on the, I'm, a, I'm fine on the phone. What do you want from me on the phone? I mean, you really want to do that now? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I'm just going to, I got 75 minutes to kill on my next phone set, so maybe I'll talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even like phones, people. <laughs> I'm assuming there's people. Hello? Anyone? <laughs> Could you guys call me? <laughs> That's what I should have said. Can you have the audience call me so I could hear them? <laughs> I'll put the audience on speaker. <laughs> Uh, you don't have a lot of crazy dreams. So when you do, it's like so weird. <laughs> no, you're always yelling and kicking and. It's like. It's not. It's like PTSD, but like not from the war. It's like PTSD from like a children's show or something. <laughs> you always like yelling about the weirdest things. You'll just be like, blue circles! I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're like, oh, I, there's been every kid in our house has come and woken me up at some point because I was yelling and swearing. But the best one was when, I don't know, Olive was probably six and she, it was during the phase where she kept getting, she would come into our bed mm -hmm. every night and <laughs> she comes into our bed at some point and she's like, mommy, wake up. You're yelling out all the bad words. <laughs> like, I think it was last week you were you weren't saying words, but you're just like ah, blah, blah, blah. you're doing that kind of stuff, uh -huh. and also kicking, which makes me nervous because I catch it in the shins every once in a while. Yes, and you kick like a cat plays with a toy with its bottom legs. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. <laughs> um, and uh. So I shook you a couple times, and then you just kept right going right back into whatever the dream was. I'm assuming snakes were involved. Yeah, they were on the wall. 
like they do. Yes. Uh, and then at one point I go, you were like, what? When I was shaking, I was like, I'm trying to wake you up because you're having a bad dream. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then like 10 seconds later, you were back into like screaming and kicking again. <laughs> it's like I tried to get you out of it. And you were just like, no, I'm good. I like it here. <laughs> I don't, I know that. You know, because I actually, like, have a REM sleep disorder. Like, when I <clears throat> I did a big sleep study, I mean, it was like five or six years ago. Um, It was awful because you have to spend the night there all, um, like, you, you're hooked up to all their probes and stuff. But, <clears throat> and then because I have like sleep issues but I don't have sleep apnea so I had to stay and do this second half of the test like the whole next day they um every two hours you have to take a 20 minute nap and they won't let you take any more than that mm -hmm. and um I um they don't let you have coffee and at that point in my life, I was drinking like eight to ten cups a day. Damn. So I I was really sick, like from going through withdrawals, like from my head, my head was hurting. And so <clears throat> when I finished, because it was done in a hospital like in Seattle. And when I finished, they I went and I got um, I got like a triple shot like espresso drink before I got on the road to come home and I just wasn't really thinking like you just can't do that and so between like trying to have that and like just I mean my head was hurting so bad like I had to pull over on the like freeway home and throw up and like it was such a like Damn. rock bottom like and it was like a violent like oh my god I'm going to throw up like pull over and just throw open the passenger side door. Do you and think just... it's like throwing up from smoking when you haven't smoked in a week? Because the caffeine? Or... I don't know what it was. My yeah. head just hurt so bad too and but it was such a rock bottom for me. Like, oh my God, like I'm having violent withdrawal from coffee. <laughs> like, Eight to ten cups a day is fucking way too many. That's so way too many. I really cut back and now I'm very strict too. Very rarely. And only during like quarantine, I will have a third. But... And it, and people will be like, oh, you should try this. It's really good. And I'll be like, no. Like, I'm so, like, yeah. I can only have two. <laughs> like, I'm down to one. But, well, that's good. Well, I, then I, I mean, I drink decaf. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I, I would do that. But, so, but that was one of my things was they were like, you have a REM sleep disorder. So, I, I. I can't remember the numbers anymore, but I think it takes most people like like 25 to 45 minutes to get into REM sleep. But I like 
I like it was after like four minutes, but then I like, you know, like there's stages of it. Like Mm -hmm. I would just like go out and then like be there for like 10 and you stay there for like 90 minutes. Right. But I would be there for like 10 minutes and then I would like spring back out. And so I, a lot of it is like dream, like messes with my dreams and my nightmares. And that was the thing. Like they, um, like even during my sleep study, I had nightmares. And so they were just like, yeah, like we could see you kicking <laughs> and we could watch your like brain activity on the right. screen. And, but so they give you, I've tried a few of the things to get rid of nightmares, but they, they made me so deeply asleep but i still had nightmares i just couldn't wake up like sleep paralysis so the other ones they like um they make you groggy and i just have never wanted to do that so thankfully for you i get to experience the i don't remember if we talked about this on our podcast or if it was back when i had a solo one but the <clears throat> sleep is terrifying yeah in a weird way like <clears throat> like if, if the if it was like from drinking you'd be like that's the worst drinking problem ever where you're like i didn't know what happened the last eight hours do you know what i mean yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. idea of like what the fuck happened I know. Like, you just passed out for whatever, seven to ten hours? or so strange. And then your brain's doing all this weird shit, and you're running from snakes, and I'm in a car talking to a phone, (laughs) doing my act. uh, I mean, I've had times in my life when I was in a band, you know, I was super sleep-deprived, but we finally got a hotel room in Memphis, I remember, and I was, like, super sleepy. I just... Okay, I just woke up the next day and I'm like, all right, guys, whatever. And they're just, both the other guys in the band were like staring at me almost. Why? Because I woke up and started screaming at them. Really? I don't think I've heard this story. Yeah, I just, apparently, I have zero memory of this, but I just like woke up and I was like, will you guys shut the fuck up? Were they being loud? Probably. Yeah. But like, I have no... I have no memory. It's one thing to get so mad you yell at people, but I don't even remember it. <laughs> but that part of it is terrifying. Where if, it, so if I don't remember, if, if someone was like, you woke up and punched a lady in the face, I'd be like, oh my God, did I? Because it's like, I don't know what happened. It is. I, ha- I have such a... A big, like, weird relationship with sleep because I've had so many... I've had some really traumatizing nightmares that like still stay with me that like, and, and so there's always a little bit of me that's afraid to go to sleep sometimes. And like, I'll go through periods where I have a ton of nightmares, like every day for like, you know, a couple weeks. And I gets to the point where I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep tonight. I'm afraid to. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, um, yeah, I just, it's an interesting, it's such an interesting thing, isn't it? And I, um, so I've done a little bit of like research on, um, like REM sleep disorder and like 
there's a lot of like research and studies coming out like people with REM sleep disorders have like really large long-term memories because when you're in REM sleep is when you're um you're dumping memories you're processing your brain is sorting them but so my brain isn't ever like sorting out memories and getting you know shedding them essentially and and I mean I think there might be something to that like I've and I've talked to other people who have sleep problems like mine and I mean I scared someone again tonight when I was talking to them on the phone and I don't know this lady that well but I asked her something about what she told me like probably in like 2013 and she was just like how do you remember that she was so like why do you know that i'm like oh well you mentioned it once when we were talking and she was just like i'm in your backyard i can see you through and the i window. just i i i'm i know i scare people when i'm like you know i remember things that they've told me it that see, I didn't want to scare her further and be like, oh, well, want me to scare you more and tell you you were wearing a, bl- a blue swimsuit that day. One of your boys had on some Buzz Lightyear swim shorts. I mean, it was just like, I could tell you so many things that would make you be terrified. <laughs> you need to be a witness. I would be a great witness. Mm-hmm. Well, if I ever commit a crime in my sleep, you will be able to describe me perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> If they ask for a description, give them one of my nice headshots, like one of the photoshopped ones. Not one of the ones with your nostrils out. Hello, this is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast... um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of the Rutledges. <laughs> he just took a selfie. Let me show it to you. <laughs> That's the picture of me. That's my show on the news. If you see this man, every, do not be alarmed. Every single one of my ID pictures, it looks like it's a wanted photo. You, I, Christy, I panic. I don't know what goes through your head. But apparently the last thing that goes through your head is like, I need to look like a female rapist. Because every picture is like, oh, she's never getting out of jail. She deserves to be there. I get so nervous when I get my (laughs) picture taken. What's the worst that could happen? Because it's already happening. I don't know. (laughs) I just... I just sit down and I think, God, what if I smile like really big? And I that would look be like a an nice idiot. change up. Or from... what if I try to smile big and I like just 
don't have a natural looking smile or what I mean I just panic and <laughs> so it, I end up doing nothing and it looks so terrifying and I hate when I have to show my you ID. You have resting inmate face. I I have to show my ID sometimes and people are like oh were you having a hard day? I, my one to get into Canada is like that. It's, I don't remember what it's called. Nexus yes, or whatever. And it's terrifying. like, oh my God, this guy's a terrorist. Don't let him in your country. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. My picture for my military ID, because we had to get like care grip giver cards. Um, for Because my mom's in the military and she had like surgery and stuff. I... <laughs> It looks like your POW ID. <laughs> it looks like I'm wanted. In my defense, the guy was like, okay, look, you know, fill in the blank where I was supposed to look. And then he was like, he was like, okay, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll take your picture. Um, I'm going to be taking your picture. And so I'm just waiting for him to say, okay. So I'm just standing there with a blank face. And then he was like, all right, we're done. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> so. It's like when you get a, a a flu shot. I didn't even feel it. It's over? <laughs> My driver's license picture is just awful. I don't even know why it's so bad. I don't know what I was doing. Like, I'm sure they have like a wall in the back of like worst driver's license photos, and I'm on. <laughs> I remember. Like, I remember. I had a very early joke about. I didn't realize a thousand other people had the same joke, but about how your driver's license picture, you should look really drunk, so when they pull you over, they don't. It just looks normal to them, you know? Yeah. Very common premise, apparently. I'm a very common person. uh, I was thinking about this, too. I guess because you said inmate or whatever. Uh, Do you remember when I went to jail? What a time. (laughs) Um, Uh When I, I worked, I was working at Pepper's Mexican Restaurant. Rest in peace. Boy, they closed at the right time. Mm-hmm. What did they close in like February? Mm-hmm. Good fucking timing. Anyway, um, I was delivering. Um, that was another one of my early jokes. I used to deliver pizza, then I delivered Mexican food. I tried getting into Chinese food delivery. It's all who you know. That was one of my early ridiculous jokes. Um, <clears throat> but I was driving by the courthouse. Mm-hmm. You remember this? And I was like, it's like a big hill, basically. And this guy, he just came like sprinting, crashing through the brush. <laughs> and so, you know, I hit the brakes <clears throat> as one does. Mm-hmm. And I, but I wasn't even stopped. And he just opened the passenger door and got in. I know. <laughs> but it was so weird. This is what I was thinking about is it was like, cause I immediately, obviously it's a, a scary situation like you don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. is happening mm-hmm. but like i immediately got really calm mm-hmm. but i was also aware that i was calm because mm-hmm. i was i was not calm mm-hmm. and it, you know what i mean i don't yeah. know if it makes any sense yeah but no. you're like it was almost like i'm gonna be calm because i want this guy to think i'm calm yeah right mm-hmm. 
And so he just like, you know, he's just like, (laughs) you know. He just ran now to like. So I I asked him where he was coming from. And he said, this, he said, uh, which first of all, he could have said anything. Yeah. He could have been like, oh, I, I always jog in my jeans. He could have said anything. But he goes, I was just about, I was just about to get sentenced. And when the judge called my name, I ran out. <laughs> like, for, like, dude, you don't have to tell me that. No. <laughs> well, uh, he was getting sentenced for a reason. So, like, it was like, I was, it was an immediately like a fugitive situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was also like, no handcuffs, no orange suit. For all I know, it was a parking ticket. He just yeah, sprinted right. out. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just also like, I just agreed with whatever he said. He'd, he'd be like, oh man, the court system's fucked in this country. I'd be like, yeah, man, you're right. You're right. I, I just gave him a ride downtown. <laughs> But I, I remember dropping him off a couple blocks from Peppers because in my head I'm like I don't want him to know where I work even though it was on the side of the fucking car. But it was just like so bizarre. And then when he finally got out of the car, I was just like, oh god, wow! I gotta lock the door. You know what I mean? Like what? It's just so you weird. went. But remember, then you went and you like called the courthouse and explained to him what happened, and they're like, okay. Yeah, they were very unconcerned. Yeah, I, I think. It, I think. It must have been pretty, you know what I mean. It's not like he ran out of a murder trial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was probably a parking ticket. <laughs> I mean, whatever. The, you, Based on the fact that he immediately told me he ran out of a courtroom, this was not bank fraud. No. This was meth related. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This this guy was not a criminal mastermind. <laughs> he literally could have said anything. He was like, I ran out of a courtroom. <laughs> I'm a fugitive. Does that make you any calmer that I jumped into your car that I'm a fugitive? I'm like, oh my God. Uh, but yeah. remember, he knew your name. No, he didn't. Yeah, you was somebody we'd gone to school with. Uh-uh. Like, was that a different one then? That he did not. He definitely did not know. Because there was a different one who was like that. There was another time somebody got in your car and they were like, "Are you gay?" But you went to school with my sister, such and such. Oh, that wasn't this guy. Okay, I, <laughs> I really got to start locking the passenger door. <laughs> yeah, you, you, um. In your youth, you were a little bit uh, more trusting. Oh, for sure. In, in you the, picked up a hitchhiker. In the time, I mean, this guy was, I was working. Yeah, this wasn't. Luckily, yeah. I was coming back from a delivery because I don't, this guy would have been like my ride a lot. Hey, you mind if I run into this office real quick? They ordered some black bean burritos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, you weren't, uh, you weren't in court for theft, were you? Because I have a bag of money here with me in the car. Uh <laughs> But he, uh, that one was totally like, I did not want that. But yeah, when I was young, I did some real dumb shit. I, I, because I didn't want to go home. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to move out. Mm-hmm. Because when you're like, I don't want to go home, you just stay out and do dumb shit. Because I remember I went to the Reef downtown, uh-huh. which uh-huh. is a restaurant still. Oh God, we would drink like coffee so late into the night. So, like, But I remember I came out. And there was this guy who was like, hey, man, is that your car or whatever? And I think they had a truck at the time. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, hey, can I have a ride? And I just go, sure. <laughs> like, what a fucking idiot. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of homeless dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh, can my lady come? Now we're all three in my tiny truck. <laughs> and the ride was to Lakewood. It was That's 25 minutes away. And it was clearly to get drugs. Because <laughs> on the way back, he was like, hey, there's a lot of cops around here. I might want to watch your speed. I'm like, but not on the way up. Just on the way back. <laughs> I'm not, but what an idiot. Like, if my kids did that, I'd be like, who raised you? Me? <laughs> You're just dumb. I know. I mean, look Everyone's at what, dumb at that look age. Look at what our son just did. I still keep thinking about this. Just like a week ago. Such an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, we have to change the sheets. We had this long discussion. And I'm like, you need to change the sheets on your bed. It smells terrible and he's just like i don't know why like complaining so i'm like you know showing him how to put the sheets on it's time to like put on one of the blankets he holds it up in front of him he's at the foot of the bed stretches it as wide as he goes and like jumps up into the air and belly flops onto the bed like a pile driver with the blanket and not like a like a small I mean it was literally like a jump into the air. And the whole center crashes through. And I'm like, Johnny, you just broke your bed. No, I didn't. It's happened before. It gets a little crooked. I'm like, no, you just broke it. No uh we like lift it up and like take the mattress off and he like ripped the metal in half like like this support beam that goes down the center <laughs> he completely ripped it we actually have two children sleeping on the floor right now this house is really regressing <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like i don't understand i do that every day i'm like johnny you have an adult-sized body so beds are not made for adults to jump on them well, that's dumb. <laughs> I'm just like. But I remember that. I remember doing dumb things and immediately being defiant. Yeah, like, like. Well, it's dumb. It's dumb that what I did is dumb. I know. He you was. Know? He still doesn't get it. He doesn't. So his right now his whole bed frame because we're waiting for a part to come in the mail for it. His whole bed frame is up against the wall. And, like, everything is, like, all over. And he was like, I'm not turning my camera on. I don't want anyone to see the mess behind me. And, I, and these are in Zoom. And I want to be like, no, that should be your punishment is you have to. And you have to explain to everybody why. <laughs> uh, it's so funny because, you know, he's going to college next year, allegedly. I mean, he got into some. He got into all of the ones he applied to. All the community colleges said yes. Oh, come on. He got in, which is more than I did. I never even applied to one. But it's so funny because I this ha the only other times this happens in your life in a lesser degree, I would say buying a car and then buying a house or even renting a place. Mm -hmm. But there's... We get into this weird college math. Oh, jeez, right? Where, where it's like we're not even ourselves anymore. No, and no. And we just go like, oh, well, this 
college is only it's a private school and not a public school, but I th- it's only going to be like six grand more a year. I know, right? We could do that. So he got this, <laughs> you know, he got twenty one thousand dollars a year in scholarships. So. I mean, really, that just leaves us with 29000 Now, we don't know how much he'll get in financial aid, but let's say he gets like half of that. Then there's only $10,000 left to come up with. I mean, and then a state school, like, okay, so it's $30,000. And then say we like get a little less money in financial aid, like, we're starting at the same. I mean, we're e- we're going to have to come up with 10000 for each school. So I... It doesn't matter where he goes. It'll be fine. Like we have $10,000. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even fill up my gas tank all the way last time. (laughs) What the fuck are we talking about? But you just get in this world where it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It's like, but like, it's like when you go into a car and you're like, I can afford this amount a month. And then it's like 150 more. And you're like, I think we could, we could probably, sure, we could. Yeah. But that's. And, and college is different because it's like all this shit's up in the air and he might have other people help him. But it's also, it's just this thing where we get in this thing and we're like, oh yeah, this is all very reasonable. And then a minute later, you're like, what the fuck are we talking? This is, none of this is reasonable. I know. I was, we don't have any goddamn money. I was talking about that with my friend who also, her son is a senior. And I was like, I have to ask, like, <laughs> do you guys have like a college savings? She was like, of course not. <laughs> Like, okay, because I've been like, are we like the only people on earth? And she was like, no. And we, they're doing the same thing where they're just like, well, yeah, I mean, this makes sense. This will be fine. We've just never, I don't even, I have zero guilt about not having college savings because it's like, it's not like, what were you doing instead of having a college? I was feeding him. I know. Like I there know. was never, there was never a time in my entire life where I've had any sort of savings. Actually, until the most savings I ever had in my life is when, uh, during the pandemic, when the government was supposed to be giving me money, but there was a delay. Yeah. And so I got all of it retroactively all at once. That's the most money I've ever had in savings. Oh, yeah. Totally. And it is pretty much gone. Uh, <laughs> Once Maisie gets her braces on next week. That's another reason I am (laughs) flying to Wichita. Uh, But it is, it is, it's just funny. You get in this world where you're like, oh, that's, yeah, sure, that seems reasonable. That's, uh, sure, sure, sure. That's all. Why wouldn't we? Uh, What's another 10 grand a year or 20 grand a year? Oh, I know. I mean, it's just so, it's just so ridiculous. And then I made a huge mistake. Huge. I was like, you know what? I hear a lot of people talking about refinancing their house. Oh, God. You're still, you're all on your own for this one, buddy. What? what, Just like the tentative, like just to look into it, like, why does that even work? Or what would the payment be for how much money you can get? So I go online, of course, immediately there's some form you can fill out. How much money do you want? What do you pay now or whatever? And then it was like, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's something to keep on the back burner. We could possibly do that if we Is have it staying to. Staying on the back burner. I want it on the back burner, <laughs> but I forgot because I'm dumb. That I just filled out a form on the internet, and I get three phone calls a day from people who are like, "Hey, Brad from Quicken Loans here." I'm like, "No, 
<laughs> I don't want to talk. And emails and phone calls. I got a text from someone who was who was just like, hey. I mean, they're all different companies yeah. too, but they all act like, no, we've already talked. I'm like, I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> They're all behind the scenes. They're like, this Gabriel guy, he filled out an internet form. Here, take his number. You should call him. (laughs) It's the old school equivalent of, do you want to win a free vacation to Hawaii? Fill out this form and put it in a box. Do you remember that? Like almost pre-internet days, it was like, I want to win a vacation to Hawaii. And then it was like, you would just get nothing but phone calls from travel (laughs) agencies and shit. Like, what was I thinking? I just wanted some basic information on how uh, refinancing would work. And I'm like, for the rest of my life now, Brad from Quicken Loans is going to call me. Should I send him a Christmas card? No. Oh, we got ours in the mail today. So tell you what, if I do refinance, I'm not using any of those people who call me. (laughs) You are going on my list. (laughs) Oh, God. That was, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, the next day I got a phone call and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I know you I'm called like, me. I'm I think like... the first thing I thought was like, how did they get my phone? I did give them my phone number. I just didn't even <laughs> think about it. I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> you know, I heard that if you like go hang out like by the freeway, some people might want to ride somewhere. Maybe you could give people rides now too. Well, I mean, you mean like Uber? <laughs> Or just more informal than just that. informal like you used to when you're younger. What if I just drive past the courthouse real slow in case there's a runner? <laughs> Leave all your doors open. <laughs> that was the weirdest part about that is like it actually didn't occur to me right away to call the police. No, you called me and I'm like, You have to yeah. call the police. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, of course I do. And then I but then I mean they were they didn't they really didn't give a shit. They're like, Oh, okay. I that, know they didn't. I didn't have a name. You know what I mean? No. I'm just like, you know, some. It was like it was like a. It wasn't a carjacking. It was like a. It was a carjack Ubering. Uber didn't exist then. But like to you don't break. They didn't break into the car and make me leave and take my car. They just jumped in my car and said, "Give me a ride." <laughs> it was like a. It was a real friendly carjacking. Yeah. Hey, where are you I, headed? I'll go there too. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, what a stunning moment to just be mm. like, wait, he's in my car. What the fuck is happening? What is even? <laughs> I don't you know, know what I would do. I do not know. I mean, it worked out. So I guess my instincts were all right, but I guess. Well, I'd... your instincts were nothing. He got in your car. What were you going to do? <laughs> well, I could have like just pulled over and freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my car. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't feel like I needed to. I thought that would escalate the situation. So I just was like, and he looked pretty fucking frantic. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I was like, because for a second I thought maybe I was like, he was like legitimately in danger. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm a hero. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was aiding and abetting a known criminal. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. Um, thank you to the Rutledge Revelers who give us money every month. We well, we have to send our son to college. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh. So you know, and 
with the money we make from the podcast, I think we can afford twelve grand a year. That seems reasonable. Right? I mean, and you can donate if you want to be a reveler. You can sign up to donate ninety nine cents. Is, is that what it is? Ninety nine all the way up to ninety nine thousand dollars if you wanted to. Or, actually, don't think you can. What's our high? Like you could probably, if you wanted to, like donate um a thousand. Like if ten of you got together, I mean that would cover. I think it's ninety nine cents to nine ninety nine. I think that's the range. But this is a month. Right? Yeah. Well, that no, they're cheating us. Let's talk to the place and say we have a son to send to school. Could you? <laughs> anyway, if you want to uh, donate to uh, that's not even going to come close to make it into our son's college fund. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were watching something on TV with the girls, and there was a scene where the the uh, the daughter ran away to get married secretly. And I turned to the girls and I'm like, that's how you need to do it. <laughs> what were we watching? I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, I just want you to show up and be like, this is the guy I married. And I'm like, great. That <laughs> saves a lot of hardship. It's funny because they don't really seem to like care about weddings and stuff. But I remember thinking it was such a big thing when I was, maybe it's not till you get older. Maybe. I think kids today are, you know, they got to figure out their gender before they figure out marriage. Maybe. It's a lot more going on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in the, in our, in the episode notes, it says support this podcast. Click on that. It'll take you to a way to give us money or just keep listening for free. Um, it's probably really, <laughs> that's probably, you know, I, it, I say <laughs> it's, it's free to listen, but there's a cost to you. There's a cost. <laughs> There's an emotional toll, if not financial, <laughs> for listening to this podcast, and you know, uh, you may as well pay money because you're if you're listening, you are paying with your soul. You'll never get these moments back. No. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, and remember, you can't unlisten. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.